Hi y'all, this is Jordan Schlacey of A Cup with Joe, and on this episode, I will be documenting with Ryan Powell. So this will be the first time in a while that I've interviewed a guy, so I hope I don't sound like a floozy. I hope y'all enjoy it. Thanks, bye. Road with Ryan Powell of KDF Home Inspections. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about himself, but what's in your cup? First, it is smart water today. <laughs> right after like a high-powered cup of coffee over there. I don't remember the name of the place. It was somebody's good. name, and there was a donut place. What was it called? Well, that was where it was originally started, but we got there and they hadn't opened yet, so we actually had to go across the street to another place. And it was really cool. It was right there by Amerigo's. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was a really nice place. They had a really cool setup, like loft up top. I wish you could remember the name of it. I can probably find it's out. It's right there on the corner, right? Yeah. Like literally, it was like two minutes. Something top. Is it first? I'm going to look it up and put it It'll take like two and a half seconds. We're talking about networking. Because yeah. Because we both like to network, and that's kind of how we know each other. Yep, that was through the Givers Republic. <laughs> So in my cup, I have some Tiesta tea, which is my first time having it, the Maui mango flavor, and it's actually really good. It's different, but really? good. Maui mango. I know. I like mango flavored stuff. Okay. came in a glass jar. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. I poured it into my cup. <laughs> I can't find it. But it's, it's, I know, it's first gin or something? I think so. It's their third gen. I mean, with first these smartphones, I would think this thing's tracking me and you let me know where I've been today, but not today. Apple, my phone does that. It'll tell me where I've been. Right, and then it'll ask like you for can... reviews of places. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have Foursquare on your phone? No. Okay, no. Foursquare used to do that to me. Like, so, ask me for reviews or, or is it Facebook? I don't know. I know Facebook. does it. It's I so want annoying. Facebook to ask for reviews. I would really like that. Yeah. But... It doesn't. And I don't, I used to have Foursquare, but that was years ago. I know. I never really hopped on that bandwagon. Now I like Yelp. Really? Do you use Yelp for no, your business? I do not. Why not? We had this discussion, didn't we? So Yelp, in my industry, had very little impact. Yeah. You know, help, Yelp is awesome for like restaurants and coffee shops and gyms and, you know, yeah. really highly social areas. But for what I do, like it's What do you really, do? I do home inspections. <laughs> we got to get to that. So the whole goal of the home inspection is it's part of the due diligence process and that 10-day option period mm-hmm. for, you know, getting as much information about the house as you can. So I consider it like, you know, the test drive of the house. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, why not? You wouldn't buy a car without test driving. <laughs> you probably shouldn't buy a house without yeah. something test driving too. So cool. we go in there, we test drive it, we check out everything, look at the roof. I climb ninety for five percent of the roofs that I do, but that's a personal thing because that feels. Are you afraid like, of heights? No. Okay. Absolutely not. I love going up okay. in there, and then I always that's take roofies from. Do the top you really? Yeah. I've never heard of a roofie. <laughs> Are you on Instagram? No problem. Where do you put them? On Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Okay. Right on my business page on Facebook, usually. Cool. What's your business page? KDF Home Inspections. You can find us on Facebook or you can uh, look up Ryan Powell and I'll just send you an invite. Cool. Yep. Um, but it's fun because like I do a lot of these big houses off of 1488 and the mm. peaks of the roofs are at like 60 feet. Yeah. So it's the only way you can get high enough to see yeah. the whole neighborhood and like getting up there. And it's, it's an interesting challenge. Cool. Anyway. So... How long have you been doing inspections been, with this company? Well, it doesn't matter, all together or this company. <laughs> so I, uh, I've been doing inspections for about two and a half years. I started with um, 
a, another inspection company that's got three total inspectors. And uh, I got invited to join them right out of the school because uh, the teacher actually wanted me to come work for her. Well, no, she wanted me to come work for her. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was actually really fortunate. I got to do a lot of uh, a lot of progress inspections on mm-hmm. installation techniques on brand new houses all over Houston. Yeah. Uh, Frankel Homes, DR Horton, Emerald Homes, uh, Darling Homes. Shoot, I'm trying to think of more, but there's, there was a pile of them. I did like 200 inspections in wow. my first year with those progress inspections. And then after a year doing that and getting trained up from you know a 30-year vet, mm-hmm. I figured I would uh, jump in and do it on my own because the job. But you have a partner, right? Yes, I got a partner. He's also an inspector. We met during the course. Uh, he's a retired oil field guy, and he was yeah, he's an engineer from the oil field, so he's like one of those <laughs> super super intelligent, very intelligent, biggest heart in the world, <laughs> pretty organized. Okay. I mean, you gotta remember, he's semi-retired. Yeah. Semi-retired by choice. Yeah, so you right. know, like his priority list and mine are a little different. <laughs> so you work well together. Yeah, we work great together. Good match. Yeah. Everybody goes, oh, how's your boss? And he's like, dude, if anything, I'm the boss here. <laughs> he's making the phone calls that I say I'm not gonna get to today. Oh, so man. you please do this yeah. and make sure there's money in the account. So I can do this. But uh, it's really fun. And he comes out on most of the inspections with me, which is awesome for us and the client because instead of just having one inspector, you've got two inspectors that get to, yeah, we get to look at everything. We can bounce ideas and thoughts off each other. So it's a little bit faster, so it saves everyone time. Yes. Which is awesome. Yeah. So, like, I'll do the bulk of the house. He'll handle the kitchen. Sometimes, if I get to it for, depending on the house, if it's a new right. house, you know, we can go through them pretty quick, but he usually focuses on the kitchen areas, the master bathroom. I'll handle everything else, and then we get together on like the service panel because the main electrical Electric. panel, yeah, that one's pretty. You gotta get it right. Yeah, you can't <laughs> you get know? that wrong. Too much yeah. liability. <laughs> so it helps. If people like, it's kind of funny though when we're looking at the uh, electrical panel, you take the dead front cover off, mm-hmm. which is what covers up all the connections inside that. So we'll be inside the house, on the outside of the house, our clients will pull up and we'll just see us both staring at this thing with yeah. our arms crossed going, <laughs> it looks right. Then we've got a bunch of little tools that help yeah. us, you know, verify the sizes of wires and we got 15 different electrical meters to make sure that the power surges aren't dropping and make sure that all the connections are correct and there's a lot of little details. So you think that. you'll do it more than other inspectors? Uh, I think that we spend more man hours per inspection than yeah. 90% of other home inspection companies. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, between him and I both on an inspection and writing the report, every inspection is getting, you know, five to eight man hours worth of attention. So in my industry, obviously we're, we're kind of the same industry, right. but in my career, there are hundreds and thousands of real estate agents and inspection is kind of the same, right? So what's your differentiation? So, well, actually uh, in Houston, or in the entire state of Texas, there's like 3,100 inspectors. Okay. So there's, uh, I believe 30,000 real estate agents yeah. last time. I, I looked like You know what ago. I mean. Yeah, there's a there's, huge I have a lot of people to pick from. Yeah. In Why the, are you the best option? Oh shoot, because I can go into the places and I'm happy to get into the most difficult places I feel like you know because I come from 10 years of building them before mm-hmm. I got into this so I when I talk to your client I do it from you know a genuine belief that I if I can do it you can do it yeah you know what I mean and with all the information that's available online about do-it-yourself projects and at-home repairs and the mm-hmm. fact that Bob Vila is still out there telling <laughs> people how to do stuff I love Bob Vila. yeah um, you know there's a lot of things that you can do yourself and you know most of the stuff that we find in the house when we're inspecting it's really small yeah you know it's small and it's inexpensive. yeah like seal your windows I'll give you yeah. the tools you know they're like $15 at Home Depot it's yeah. a really slick little thing you can pull it out with one end of it put a bead in there and then it's got a little triangle with a rubber piece 
So you save the clients money? I try my best to, yes. That's cool. I try to sell, save them money through not telling them, you know, through telling them how they can do stuff themselves instead of paying a contractor, you know, $150 just to show up. Yeah. And then whatever the repair costs are, because I know like an electrician ain't coming to your house for less than 150 bucks, yeah. And then he'll figure out what's wrong. Yeah. You know, that adds up. Yeah. Especially if it's electrician. Older paint, houses. Yeah. You know, and older houses, yeah. Mm -hmm. Federal Pacific panel. It's trouble. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that differentiates us that, like I said, the amount of actual time, man hours, and attention we're giving each individual inspection, I think, separates us quite a bit. Our writing process is quick. So, you know, we do everything. We have a lot of technology that we take on the inspection with us. We use tablets. I actually have my laptop at most inspections. We use a drone. We use thermal imaging. We have water, uh, a static water level that's really slick so we can actually quantify the levelness of the house okay. you know what I mean so it's not just oh yeah we think it's level no <laughs> we know it's level we have a water level that told us that it's yeah. level throughout you have you know certain parameters that you can follow in and all that stuff That's cool. but if there are low spots we can tell you exactly where they are how low they are all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and then it's cool for like newer houses because if we run that water level, we can actually draw it all out, mm -hmm. you know, give you a little table of exactly where this house is now. And then, you know, 10, 15 years, you start seeing cracks and everything. You're yeah. getting worried that it's dropped. Well, we can take that because we hang on to all our information. Yeah, that's awesome. We can take that out there and figure out exactly how much it's dropped, where it's dropped, what needs to be done. That's cool. I think so. <laughs> but with our report delivery, we always deliver reports digitally within 24 hours. That's awesome. And I was telling you mm -hmm. to help agents out, we have two different ways that we deliver reports. So to the client, we delivered as a PDF file so that it's easy to print out, easy to share, easy to forward. For our agents, we uh, send it out in like a repair click list. So, you know, once they have the report, your, your client has a report, they read through it, and they're like, we want this, this, and this fixed, right? All you gotta do is log in to our home, you know, one of our systems, it's the vendor of ours, and then I'll give you that information off the air, but you just log in with the username and password, you can pull up the report, and then all you gotta do is uh, click repair list, and then just click the items you want. And it makes And it makes it the whole thing. Yep, it generates it, and then once it just generates it, you just put it into your amendments, and it's done. That's cool. Yeah, uh, the last agent that I had used it said it saved her about a half hour. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. I don't know why amendments take so much time, but they do. Well, my understanding, it's like you're using the snipping tool off a of PDF to get all the stuff that you want, right? Not me. No? I, just, I pull it up and look at it and type and have two oh. windows up. and. <laughs> Technology's here. We got automation. We can make yeah, your life easier. Yeah, I like your technology. <laughs> I'd rather have your technology. Well, plus that, and when we can deliver reports quickly, mm -hmm. it gives you a lot more time to talk through the negotiation. Yeah, that's cool. It's really cool. I appreciate that. It took a lot of work to get there. <laughs> a lot of structure. Yeah. A lot of sitting down and typing out things over and over and over again. Yeah. Same stuff. Yeah. You get there. Technology is awesome. Mm -hmm. Is there any other ways you use technology in your business? Uh, like I said, we use drones. Mm -hmm. uh, the drone is super useful for the houses I can't get on because they're you know either way too high, way too steep, wet. Yeah. You know, and when we get down into like July and August down here and we got direct sunlight all day, if I walk the roof at the wrong time of the day, I can damage it. So yeah. sometimes the drone's a better idea, safer. Cool. But it's got a 4K camera on it. So once I actually get the images off the drone, I can zoom in on the computer and see everything I need to. The only thing I can't do is touch it. Yeah. But I still get up on the eve of the roof and actually physically touch the shingles yeah. and get an idea of what the texture's at because you can learn a lot about the age of the roof just by being able to feel the shingle itself. 
And then we use thermal imaging. Mm -hmm. How much you want to know about building science and how nerdy do we want this conversation to get? Um, medium nerdiness? <laughs> medium nerdiness, okay. Thermal imaging is not like Call of Duty. You can't see through walls. Yeah. Okay, you can see the temperature differential of the conductive materials in a wall, physics, mm -hmm. and you know, with your knowledge of building science and your ability to affect the environment, then you can detect like areas of moisture that aren't drying out, areas where there's missing insulation. Uh, you can actually use it to figure out if the air conditioning system is balanced properly throughout the house. It's really cool. It's one of my favorite tools just because it's, yeah. you know, you get to look at the world through different, like shoot, when Hurricane Harvey was out here, I was standing in my front yard watching the clouds <laughs> go by, you know, and That's I just, awesome. oh yeah, I discovered that, uh, um, Rain heavy clouds are typically between like 75 and 80 degrees. Cool. <laughs> who knew? Yeah, who knew? Now we all know. <laughs> $2,500 camera. I learned that lesson. Oh, no, gosh. <laughs> so, what were you doing before inspections? I, shoot. So, uh, when I was up in Michigan, I was. Uh, I, so, he's from Michigan? Yeah, sorry, y'all. I'm from West Michigan, the Grand Rapids area. If you're ever interested in a microbrew, that's the place to go. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's like 45 microbreweries oh, in town. Insane. Yeah, 353 yeah. through the whole state. One person did them all in a year. I don't know how drunk she got. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a beautiful area, too, but it's cold, and I didn't want to be in three feet of snow every winter anymore. So, um, But while I was up there, I was on. I did a lot of framing, building houses. You know, We have basements up there, so we'd go basement all the way to the third floor. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it because it's like you know an adult jungle, jungle gym yeah. with hammers and air <laughs> and you, know, you get to shout things at people. It's great. And then uh, I did a lot of time doing ADA remodels, so Americans with Disability oh, Act, yeah. and going through the whole house and setting up widening doors, That's building cool. ramps, setting grab bars, installing uh, um, roll-in showers, I guess yeah. you can call it, and then like remodeling all the cabinets, so they're rolling their cabinets, setting all those things differently, all that stuff. When I moved down to Texas, I actually did a lot of custom cabinetry work and interior trim stuff. I got really bad. Okay. <laughs> um, and I did a lot of custom cabinetry work up in College Station. Which is a lot of fun because in the framing side of things, mm -hmm. you can get away with a lot more. There's a lot more tolerance, right? Yeah. So if there's an eighth inch gap in something or something's an eighth inch out of, yeah. out of flush, yeah, it's all right. We'll cover it up with drywall. Yeah. It's okay. But with the cabinets that I was building, like we were down to like 64th of an inch yeah. and we'd rebuild the whole cabinet, oh, which was a pain, but it was mm -hmm. fun, you know? And it was a really cool like assembly process and I spent a lot of time building cabinet doors and just getting a real taste for what it is. And then um, I realized that, so there's a lot of small techniques that come into building a house from the frame all the way to the finish. Mm -hmm. And when they're done wrong, it can make the finish that much more difficult, right? Mm -hmm. So if you don't crown the wood effectively or, you know, you don't fasten the drywall or the studs properly, like mm -hmm. it can make the cabinet work more difficult to do. You got to shim things out to the level and all this stuff. And when we would do the installs, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of us like having to f not fudge things, but having to go above and beyond what we should have had to do in a brand new house to make sure things were square, level, straight, all that. I was like, that's just because crappy building, like yeah. flat out, you know? Yeah. And then I heard about this home inspection thing. I didn't know it was a real thing until oh, I got gosh, I'm serious. So <laughs> and uh, I heard about that. I was like, oh, that seems like an effective way to use my knowledge. Yeah. So I got into it and the school was, uh, the school was really interesting. But it's all focused on just home inspections. It doesn't teach you anything about business building, really. Mm -hmm. So that's been a whole... Like, I know how to do home inspection, no doubt. But yeah. the whole business building aspect of Learning things... Curve. 
There is a learning curve. Fortunately, uh, I got hooked up with some really good home inspection coaches yeah. for building this business and how to market this business and stuff. Yeah, it was. It's been an awesome, awesome support group to have and yeah. a great resource. So, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been fun. Like getting into this stuff and then, you know, doing a home inspection, same with real estate. Yeah. You very rarely spend two days consecutively doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, like every house is different, every conversation is different, every day is different. It's great. I love it. Yeah. You know. So what do you think has helped make your company successful? My charisma. Your charisma. <laughs> uh no, honest to goodness, it's like uh I love what I do and I love you know, I love the inspection side of it and I love the actual building the business side it's a whole realm of knowledge that you know like my grandparents had their own business my dad had his own business so it's kind of like in my blood and uh it's i think it's honestly just you know the ambition to figure out where my limit is yeah you know what i mean like everybody wants to make money it's great but like and money's yeah money yeah it's more interesting to like figure out more about yourself I think, yeah you know? and i think that's fun and you know we come at this with a very structured system mm-hmm. so every process every inspection every con not every conversation but, but yeah every experience is going to be similar you know whether it's a great brand new house that's not going to have any problems or an old you know, a turd box from 1932 <laughs> where we found bats in the walls. Oh, gosh. And it's Are they not, dead? No. Are they alive? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I had to chase a lot of bats out of That's houses. Crazy. I'm not kidding you. I did this one house up in Michigan. It was a, They got this area in Grand Rapids called Heritage Hill. Okay. Right? So when Grand Rapids was being developed, all the downtown areas started moving up this hill. It's a really kind of mm-hmm. hilly area. But these were some really beautiful old, like, gothic and colonial houses. Mm-hmm. So the city got together and said, nope, here's the line. And when they did that, they said, you can't, uh, you know, from, I think it was like 1920 on, you're no longer allowed to do any exterior edifice changes. You can upgrade the materials, but you can't change anything. It has to stay the same look. You can paint it, but the architecture has to stay the same. The inside, you can do anything you want to, too. And these are big old houses. You know, like they used to be like plantation style houses. So uh, I got into a remodel. We took one of those old houses and put 12 apartments in it. Oh my gosh, weird. Yeah, it was cool. Though. Yeah, they were really neat little apartments. So it was just a little studio, yeah. like one bedroom mm-hmm. stuff. But um, we got into the basement of this place, and uh, we had this um, Mexican guy Manny on the crew with us at the time. He spoke English all right, but we always kind of ended up sending him to do the grunt work stuff, just because you know he couldn't really do math on his tape Aww. measure, like. <laughs> You know, there's yeah. some things he just couldn't do, yeah. and there was other things he was good at. He, we set him down in the basement of this house, and it was probably two and a half minutes after he comes running up the stairs, <laughs> screaming for his life with like 30 bats following him. It was insane. So we took all the screens out the windows and started smacking bats out the house. But poor Manny. Yeah, poor Manny. Manny's good now. He's got yeah. like eight kids. He's doing all well up there. He's still up there. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. I think he's still working for the same company. I liked Manny. He always his framing was terrible though. He oh. Like I do the layout for him. Like yeah. you just gotta put it on the left side of the line. Yeah. Left and right. Mm-hmm. No, he'd do it on the right That's, side. Oh gosh. And then he'd do it on the left side on the other side, so this framing would be cockeyed. Mm-hmm. And when there's like thirty nails, you gotta pull it because these joist hangers yeah, have. Fun. Yeah, these joist hangers have fifteen nail holes. Mm-hmm. You gotta fill all of them, and they're short little nails that are hard to get out. So. So what's some business advice? Business advice. Yeah follow through follow through and follow up mm-hmm. um 
you know, with what we do, the only way we're going to get referrals if we're on, you know, oh, we got a home inspection coming up. I got to be the first person on your, on the agent's mind. The only way I'm going to do that is going to be constantly touching base with them, you know, either stopping into offices. I do a lot of email marketing. Uh, I think you've seen our Facebook page and you see like, you know, once or twice a week I'll do a video or I'll do a homeowner advice page, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just all about, you know, sharing the information and letting them know, hey, we're still here. We have media availability. We're happy to help you out. And you know that we're going to give you a good job. Yeah. You know, probably more thorough than anybody else in the area. We don't scare clients away. Because yeah. like I said, like, I know you can do this. I did it. Yeah. I know you can do it. Yeah. You know, it's all about your effort. And it's not difficult. But constantly staying in touch with people and making sure that you're building the value in your company based on knowledge and service Mm -hmm. you know especially with what we do it's all about your knowledge and your service you know like production companies have a different Mm -hmm. approach to that but knowledge and service and being willing to share it freely yeah share it freely that's my favorite thing yeah Yeah, exactly it's like that givers gain attitude from bni that's true you know and that's why like uh with these marketing groups i spent a lot of time trying to build business to business relationships Mm -hmm. you know like Whenever I go out on a job and I do an inspection, there's a possibility I'm going to hand out anywhere from three to nine referrals. Yeah. You know, depending on what the client wants. If they're buying a house to simply remember, we're going to come through and gut this thing. Well, that means I've got three different referrals I can hand you. A GC, a Mm -hmm. painter, a flooring guy, you know, and then typically a cleanup crew after that. So there's four, you know, and then you're moving. i got a mover for you, that kind of thing. And then, you know, if I can share in them then I, all I ask in return is that they share me too when they come across somebody who's moving with the mover company like oh hey I know a home inspector if you're interested yeah. or the GC's got you know he lives in a neighborhood full of other people like well, I mean meet all the realtors you know yeah, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> what's your advice for networking how to get the most out of it besides following up well, yeah. Networking is all about, you know, sitting down and having the conversation with people so you can understand exactly how they operate their business mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure that they fall in line with your thoughts on how to yeah. operate your business. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I typically have, I don't really script it, but I have certain things that I want to have a conversation about. You know, typically I try to do one-on-ones with people at some point during the networking mm-hmm. events, but... You know, take cards, share your information freely, make sure you're giving people reasons to call you. And reasons then, to call you? Yeah, and then make sure you're also, you know, uh, you're asking the right questions. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I've got a few of them picked up from some of these books that you've got here. You know? <laughs> That's what it is. You ready for rapid fire questions? Let's do rapid fire. Okay, let's see here. I'm going down. Don't remember my shit. Okay, is this where you thought you would end up being? No, I'm supposed to be playing professional hockey right now. <laughs> we didn't talk about hockey. What happened? What happened? Yeah. I'm not as good as I thought I was. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. What are you currently trying to accomplish? Well, I have uh, long-term goals for this business. Mm-hmm. I want to develop it into the number one home inspection company in North Houston. Mm-hmm. And I want to be doing anywhere from 1,500 to 1,700 inspections per year. How many teammates will that take? That will take anywhere, well, 1,500. That'll take at least two marketing managers, a head of office, probably an assistant for mm-hmm. her, and anywhere from five to eight inspectors, depending on how hungry my inspector is. So like are. a 10 team? 10 staff. to 15, yeah. Cool. What are you most proud of? Hmm. What am I most proud of? Personally or professionally? <laughs> Whatever came to mind. Um, professionally, I'm most proud of the service that I can offer. I'm getting a phone call about an inspection right now. <laughs> um, 
I'm most proud of my ability. Like, I've, you know, in the last year, uh, in our first year in business, we were able to do 100 and almost 40 inspections. That's a pretty big number for a first year home inspection yeah. company. And, you know, even though I have a business partner, like I said, he's yeah. retired, so a lot of that comes down to me. Yeah. And I know that that's a reflection of, you know, the service and work that I put in. So that means a lot to me. Um, yeah, we all have personal accomplishments we're proud of. <laughs> Some of them are silly. But I did backpack through the year for like three months. That was oh, fun. That's cool. I'm proud of that. I yeah. made it home. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you made it home. Who do you admire most? Honestly, the business partner I have is one of my... T- like, I admire his general just life... Philosophy? Philosophy, yeah. So he, like, you know, he spent 40 years as a mud engineer for various companies. He's mm-hmm. lived all over the world, spent 10 years in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Him and his wife have the biggest hearts. They've got, like, four horses that nobody can ride because they've never been ridden in the last oh, 10 years. They just bought them because nobody else wanted them. Yeah. They just went over to Livingston and picked up seven more dogs to add the six they already had just because... <laughs> These seven other dogs are getting put down, and uh, you know his work ethic, intelligence, and uh, yeah, well, passion to help people. Like that's he does investment properties as well on the side. Mm-hmm. And one of his big reasons for wanting to be a home inspector was so that when he did an investment property, first of all, he knew what he was getting himself into mm-hmm. to begin with, and he was setting that house up to be a safe environment for the people who are going to buy yeah. it. And that's a big difference between yeah. you know somebody who wants to build a safe house versus somebody who wants to put lipstick on the pig and turn it for the most profit yeah. as they can. Yeah. What is your most effective daily habit? Working out. Working out? Honestly, yeah. Because, I mean, uh, with what we do, and you can probably relate to this, there's a lot of stress. There can be a lot of instability to it because yeah. it's a cyclical nature mm-hmm. of the thing. Nobody's really buying houses between... Yeah. You know, mid-November through January this year is kind of an outlier so yeah, far. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, you know, just having a solid and consistent routine, which for me starts with going to the gym every mm-hmm. day. You know, whether that, like, I don't do the same thing at the gym right. every day, obviously. And I very, like, you know, but uh, just having that routine is for key. Yourself. Yeah. What moment in life have you learned the most from? Uh, for me personally, it was, like, when my dad passed away when mm-hmm. I was young. Well, I'm sorry, but yeah, you know, yeah. you lose a parent yeah. and then it hangs with you for a long time and you start to really reflect on, you know, the lessons you could have learned versus mm-hmm. the ones you didn't learn. It makes you consider life differently and face mortality yeah. in a new light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you wish you would have known uh, before you started your career or what could, what do you wish you could tell your 18 year old self? Oh, don't be so dumb and spend money more wisely. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, every every man kind of goes through that process in life where they want to figure out what their limits are and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Don't buy that motorcycle, Ryan. That was stupid, okay? <laughs> the street bikes were never anything you needed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just making more uh, long-term decisions with my finances when yeah. I was younger would have been a huge benefit. Yeah. What do you want others to remember about you? Uh, well, I hope people remember that I'm an intelligent person who genuinely cares and wants yeah. to share that intelligence. Not necessarily like how I, you know, do daily day-to-day stuff mm-hmm. so much as, you know, my willingness to take the information and knowledge that I have and give it away. You know, obviously we all got to make a living, but if I didn't have to, I'd be still doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's really cool. I skipped a question. Sorry. What do you do to live a balanced life? What did I ask? You said workout? Well, that was a, what daily habit do you have or something like that? What do I do to do a balanced life? I mean, 
the workout thing is key. One of my biggest, like, keep my sanity mm-hmm. things is riding my motorcycle. Like, yeah. I've got a dirt bike right now that I take out to three pumps. I kind of hurt it, so it's not running at this <laughs> moment. I didn't crash it. Yeah. It just, it was time for a new motor. And uh, that helps me because, for me, riding a motorcycle is kind of like life lesson stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, those, just the jumps you see, they're scary. Yeah. I've been doing that for 20 four years mm-hmm. and the big jumps still scare me yeah but so do like you know obstacles you got to deal with on a personal daily day-to-day yeah, basis you know and going out there and just looking at that and going oh boy let's do this and then just giving it the go is kind of like the same way i approach problems with business and you know personally like you just kind of got to go for it yeah and then when you're in the air flying enjoy that second yeah. and then get back on the gas and keep going That's cool <laughs> um Let's see. So I asked, what do you want others to remember about you? Yeah. And then what did I not ask you that I should have? Oh, shoot. I don't know. You have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, Last parting words of wisdom. What did you ask me that you should? You know what? I always, with other business mm-hmm. builders, what books have you read that have had the biggest mm-hmm. impact on not only you know your professional outlook on what you're doing, yeah. but your professional structures? For me personally, um, reading The E-Myth Revealed by Michael Gerber, that's that a one. really, really yeah. good one. Because it talks about how uh, you know entrepreneurs generally have three different personalities, right? Mm-hmm. You have the entrepreneurial spirit, which is where you come up with a lot of your creativity. That's mm-hmm. where you do a lot of your networking. That's where you you know, do your marketing strategies, mm-hmm. right? You have a managerial mm-hmm. spirit or personality. The guy who, you know, the party that's in charge of making yeah. sure everything's where it's supposed to be so everything can tick. Mm-hmm. And then the technician side where you're actually performing the service. So for you, that's real estate. For me, that's home inspections. And uh, a lot of, it seems like I'm going to be doing presentations here in the next couple of weeks about time management, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use a lot of Michael Gerber's insight into the three different personality types of an entrepreneur to help out with managing time blocking because once you can recognize which uh, you know which activities belong to which personality type mm-hmm. it seems to help me personally figure out how to block my time out more effectively cool. yeah Michael Gerber E-Myth Revealed <laughs> it's about the turnkey revolution and how to build a business that you can later sell for a profit because you put structures in there that yeah. people who can replicate and continue rec- to do yeah that's cool it's you know McDonald's franchise kind of mm-hmm. stuff, so it's good stuff. Have you seen the founder? I have not. It's one I'd of my re- favorite I read movies. the I read the books and stuff. Yeah, it's I, one of my favorite movies. You need to detox every once in a while. When really? I turn on the TV, that's how I detox. I can't get my brain to turn off unless I turn on TV. Really? It's the only time my brain stops. Yeah, I working. listen to audiobooks to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I think watching audiobooks because I learn from them. TV, watching I don't love. audiobooks. <laughs> You get what I <laughs> No, that's fine. I think that's the point of some of them. But, like, I yeah. mean, if you ever want to, like, listen to something that's really going to put your mind at ease, listen to the Harry Potter audio oh, yeah. books. I'm yeah. telling you. That's, that's fiction. Yeah, I think that's Jim yeah. Dale. Like, if anybody's got the ability to, like, make you go to a different yeah. world and fall asleep listening to Hagrid tell Harry about how great his life's going to be, even though he's got a scar yeah. on his forehead and no parents, like, oh, that's yeah. the ticket. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so you kind of told us how to contact you, but what contact information do you want to throw out there? Okay, so you can get a hold of us at... Um, you know, KDF Home Inspections. That's KDF-HomeInspections.com. Uh, Facebook is a big tool for us because it's the most effective means of sharing information. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can look us up, KDF Home Inspections, there. And then our phone number is 936-703-5216. And if you have any questions or anything, you can always just send an email to Ryan at KDF-HomeInspections.com. Cool. Thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate it.